Hello, folks. Welcome to the 39th episode of Myth, the first and last word, a bi-weekly program examining the myths of our world. This will be the last episode of season one of this show. I'm going on hiatus to work on my fourth album, which should be coming out hopefully around December, and uh, my screenplay, which is much closer to being finished and also will be coming out before the end of December. I am Echo Kane, an artist, musician, storyteller, ecologist, and educator interested in the socio-cultural, historical interactions found within spirituality, myth, and religion. Twice a week, we attempt to better make sense of our rapidly changing and confusing modern world with the help of both ancient and contemporaneous myths from a wide variety of cultures. Today, the onus is on you for the analysis because we will be looking at a myth that I wrote entitled, What Oldest Human Didn't Know. You can find this myth on my website, www.echocane.com if you want to review it in a written format. But join me today on a journey into the past and the present, mostly the present, a voyage of the soul to understand itself, where we find both the first written word and the mystery of the last word entwined through time. Welcome to the world of myth. We're just going to get right into it today because I have no history for this myth. I have no specific information other than that this was written approximately four months ago, around the time when I was recording Beowulf. So I think that would have been early June. I had just moved to Pittsburgh, which is where I'm still living, and I was just really thinking about a lot of things in my life, and one of those things was mythology. So I wanted to kind of interact with it in a way that was not just um, telling myths and analyzing myths. I wanted to interact with it in a very creative way. And so I wrote this myth. And I hope you really enjoy it. This is a gift to all of y'all. Um, enjoy it as entertainment, but I also want you to analyze it and think about what I might be saying in this myth. Um, I might not come out directly and state these things as well. They might be a little more metaphorical. Let's begin. What oldest human didn't know. One day, when time was young, a child was playing by the bank of a stream. The child jumped across rocks, threw sand in the air, and built boats from twigs and reeds. The boats flew down the stream and tumbled apart in the rapids, but eventually one miniature boat slipped past the turbulent waters to reach the place beyond places. In this place, there sits one person 
named Oldest Human. Oldest Human knew lots of things and had lived for a very long time. But one day, the same day the child was building boats, Oldest Human took a walk. Oldest Human only walked once a decade, so this was a very special occasion. Oldest Human walked as though all things were made of air. Briars parted with ease, mud thickened and solidified, the grass took out scissors and cut itself, the trees lifted their branches and sank their roots into the earth, even the insects would quiet down so as not to disturb their elder. Oldest human's walk was slow and measured, but full of grace. If you saw them walk yourself, you would be overwhelmed by the beauty and simplicity of oldest human's balance and poise. As they walked, oldest human held out their hand and reached for the sun. The sun came down to earth and asked, Oldest human, why do you beseech me? What is your reason? Are you lonely or sad? Oldest human gave the sun a painting of a field, lit by the sunset, and replied, For you, my love. The sun looked at the painting and rejoiced. The two old friends embraced and went their separate ways, earth and sky. As oldest human walked through field and forest, time sounded their horn. Day became night. Oldest human again reached out their hand, now towards the moon. The moon came down to earth and asked, Oldest human, what is it that you ask of me? Why do you reach for my cratered visage? Are you anxious, in pain? Oldest human just smiled, took out a small flute, and gave the moon a languid, unfettered song. The song seemed to last forever, into the night. As oldest human's lips left the flute, silence permeated everything that could be seen. The moon said nothing until oldest human lowered the flute and whispered, For you, my love. The moon embraced oldest human, and they both cried from the beauty of it. They looked into each other's eyes and went their separate ways, earth and sky. Time sounded their horn again. Night became day. Oldest human was still walking when they came to a meandering stream bank made mostly of sand. By the edge of the water, a makeshift boat of twigs and reeds had washed up. In an instant, oldest human had taken the tiny boat 
and had made it into a canoe of good size. They fashioned an oar from a piece of driftwood and a magnificent sycamore leaf. Before time could play their horn to mark the noon hour, oldest human had embarked in the canoe. The summer wind blew oldest human's hair into eddies and spun the canoe in place. Oldest human laughed briefly. Then they took a deep breath, touched the water of the stream and caterwauled, For you, my love! The stream shuddered and boiled beneath oldest human's canoe, trembling. The water seethed as oldest human rapturously lowered the oar into the water. Kaboom! The water jumped and bounced, pulling the canoe upstream. Oldest human hunkered down and gave thanks for the stream's willingness to move in the opposite direction. Now, all this time, the little child on the stream bank had kept playing and playing and playing. They had built slingshots and wheels and odd little pulleys. They had caught frogs and salamanders and insects. They had run from spiders and centipedes and the way-too-fast current of the stream. They had done so many things that they decided to just lay down. When the only thing the child heard were the sounds of the earth and sky, the oldest human transformed the boat. When the only thing the child felt was the ground on their back and the air on their front, the oldest human made the oar. When the only thing the child knew was darkness and sleep, the oldest human climbed into the boat. Kaboom! The waters shattered and the child was awoken by the clap of what sounded like thunder. Frightened, they jumped up and looked about wild-eyed. In front of them, climbing out of a strange boat, was an old human. Oldest human shook off the water and locked eyes with the young child. You are like a person I once knew, spoke oldest human. The young child said nothing. You gave me a boat, so I decided to see who you were, oldest human continued. You needn't fear me. I am fear. The young child said nothing. Do not let such a statement scare you, young one. I am also hope and joy and sadness and embarrassment and love, oldest human confidently asserted. I know you do not see it yet, but you are all these things as well. The young child said nothing. Please, speak with me, youth. I have been many days reading books and listening to the world, but I have not spoken in so long. All I ask is that you talk with me. The young child said nothing. I have so much to teach. Please, take all of my knowledge, all of myself. Take the ideas that I know I will soon forget. Please, just speak with me. The young child slowly stood up, raising their whole body in one smooth motion. They opened their lips once, pursed them tight, and strangling their hands into fists, uttered the words, What do you know about death? The oldest human smiled wide. 
Oh, I know about death. I've seen it. I know its contours. I know what happens to a family, to a friend, when someone dies. I measured the chemicals running around in a person's head when they die. I read the holy books and listened to the story of Ling Jia Chokyi. I know all about death. The young child did not respond, but simply walked closer to the oldest human. They both looked at each other until the child opened their hands. Inside the child's hands was a walnut, rotted and filled with black maggots. Then the oldest human saw the lips of the child move. For you, my love. The oldest human began to breathe heavily. Their knees began to wobble and their back began to ache. The oldest human began to lay down. Their skin became sallow and their eyes became glazed. The oldest human began to smile. Their heart began to slow and they closed their eyes. The oldest human began to die. As the oldest human's breath became ragged, the young child embraced the old child. The young child spent two hours seated by the stream bank, holding a memory. Then they got up, stepped into the canoe that they had built, and traveled to the place beyond places. The water had calmed and now flowed downstream again. The voyage was easy, and each time the young child dipped the oar into the stream, they felt older. When they saw a calm meander, they beached the canoe and walked for a while. They came upon an old house, weathered by storms and bleached by light. They felt at home there, so they stayed and began to read the many books that somebody had left in the cupboards and the sun and moon circled each other in the sky. And that's my myth. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that was entertaining. I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast so far. Thank you from the bottom of my heart that you have listened. Even if you are only listening to this one podcast, this one episode, it's fine. I love that you are interested at all. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for checking this podcast out, for giving mythology a chance and mythological analysis a chance. And that's what I task you with, to analyze this myth. And if you want, send me a response at uh, theechocane at gmail.com. I've plugged my stuff enough in previous episodes, but once again, I have music. Uh, I'm working on my fourth album, as I said at the beginning of this episode, and it would mean a lot if you would go check that out once it's out. I will be uh, releasing that on Spotify and all streaming platforms, so it will be very available. And you can always find my work by just Googling my name, Echo Kane, E-C-H-O-C-A-I-N. I also regularly update my website uh, when I come out with new art, new things that I have created, and that's www.echocane.com. And I will be back with more myths for season two. Yeah, I was originally not going to do seasons, but um, you know, let's have a season. This, is, this was season one, and season two, we will talk about all sorts of different myths, more from different cultures, and 
we will continue this great journey to learn about the world through the many stories that come to us from many different cultures. I am so happy to be in the position in the modern day to have access to all these stories. And I hope you recognize how privileged not only I am, but you are as well, if you have internet access, to be able to read all of these stories the whole world over. So get reading, even if it's just one myth a week or a month or even in a year, because that can be meaningful and important. And I hope you have a great three months where you're not listening to me. Um, I hope that your life is going well, and I hope that you find joy in what you do, no matter what it is. If it be creative, if it be the work that you do for your job, find joy in it. That's my, and be good to each other. I don't think I've said that enough in this podcast. You know, I've talked about compassion and all those things, but be good to each other. This is a podcast not just about myths and ideas, but about people. Because we are talking about things that people have made. We gotta just trust each other and really love each other. And I mean all people. I don't just mean the people that look like you or that believe in the same things as you or come from the same nation as you. I mean love all people. Really, truly love all people. Love every single person that you come into contact with unless they are a hateful person, someone that hates you for what you are. And that's not your beliefs. Hates you. There's a difference there. Be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with the world. And have a great three months. I'll see you soon. Though I cannot leave you without a final last word. Today's last word is... Love.